because there's like someone singing in the cafe and construction noise and I was just like oh my god this is oh, probably no. the worst so um obviously I'm T I work with um David on the magazine and we just thought we'd like to get a model's perspective um because we've had other creatives in the past we thought it'd be really nice to have a conversation with you and see how you got into modeling amazing so how did you start like when so way back when you started who were you with what agency were you alone freelance so I was scouting in Blue Water okay um the shopping center with she wasn't really she was like a she was kind of like scouting different girls okay and she signed me up to premiere right and she sent my pictures in and I had no idea at the time but I'd always wanted to do um, modeling like yeah. it was always my dream mm-hmm. growing up with um America's Next Top Model yeah. it was just me binge watching it on repeat yeah. and it was just it was always just something I dreamed of mm-hmm. and then she sent the pictures into Premiere and yeah. they just wanted to see me and schedule an interview yeah so I was just so excited okay, and yeah that was kind of how it went and oh, cool. yeah I, I got signed to them from that so I was kind of lucky in a sense yeah um because a lot of people I know how how much like work they have to do to even get spotted yeah. by yeah. by someone yeah, I feel like it's hard to like break in now to the industry. Like there's casting, so like, if you get scouted, it's it's quite a it's like a slightly easier process. Not obviously you know too easy, but now if you have to go through many agencies, some won't accept you. So it is difficult. Yeah. So how long have you been modeling for now? Um, oh my god. So I'm 23 now and I got scouted at 14. Um wow. and I signed my contract at 16. Okay. So how how long was that? Eight years, nine Ten, years? Eight years, yeah. Eight wow. years-ish. Um yeah, so it's been quite a while. Yeah, I bet it's been such a journey. Like it's been great, I bet. <laughs> yeah. So where no, are you currently now? Are you in Mexico? I'm in Mexico. Okay. Um I kind of did it just before lockdown in the UK. Oh, lovely. Um, and it's the only place me and my boyfriend can be together because he's from California. Okay. So he can't, we kind of have to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. And this is probably just the next best spot for us to both yeah. see each other. Oh, lovely. Well, I bet it's lovely spots to take pictures, especially on the beach. Yeah. It's good Instagram. Oh my God, I've been living at the beach. Yeah, yeah. I bet. <laughs> so are there any like models or creators that you aspire to be like or you get inspiration from? So like you said earlier, like America's Top Model, like are there models on there that you'd be like, I want to be like her, especially at such a young age? Oh, hard question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think who I was inspired to be when I was a young age. I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the top of my head. I mean, now um I love I don't know if you know Romy I don't know how, how to say her last name Stridis okay yeah I think um, I she does like all these YouTube videos she's super down to earth and she's yeah. really humble and she she's just so nice like I love her and yeah. all her pictures that she posts and she's just had a baby now oh, wow. and the fact that she's become a model and become so successful and then still managed to like have a family and just everything about her I love um Kelly mm-hmm. Gale Emily Radowski yeah um I love how how she is for like feminine rights and yeah um I'm trying to think who else there's so many um okay, yeah. models out there Bella Hadid I, I, for her I love her style like she yeah. everything style wise I'd love to be 
Yeah, um, it's sleek, isn't it? Like her style. Like, I love that. I wish I could dress myself like that. I know, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> she could pull off everything. I know. I think you'd probably put her in a bin bag and she'd look fabulous. Like. Oh my God. <laughs> um, do you have any like preferences when shooting? Do you like being involved in that kind of creative direction or would you prefer, you know, someone else do that for you? I like, so when I do shoot, like to, I like to do my own thing. Okay. I like to have a mood board, like a mood board to give me the vibe of like what the photographer is looking for, what the shoot wants, what the client wants. Yeah. And then if there's something that I haven't done or there's something that they'd like, like a pose or something, mm -hmm. then feel free to just tell me what you'd like because I feel like um, models work the best when they they can do their own thing and yeah, they're not stiff with their poses because if someone mm -hmm. isn't happy um, with something, I feel like I would be quite like stiff and then yeah. there's not much creative movement yeah of course so yeah I feel like um, it might flow slightly better when when you've got your kind of own ideas because I feel like when you're told sometimes it can be a bit you're not that into it if you're really into that kind of movement yeah. that you're going to flow a lot easier the pitch is going to turn out much better as well I think personally I mean I'm a yeah. and I can see that on shoots like you just see like instantly when someone connects um, so like going off um, the first image, um, so that was the kind of beauty shoot you did with the pink. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Was, um, like how did you find that shoot and with the creators you worked with, like what did you like that they did and you know how old is that picture? Is it recently new? Is it old work? So that was a couple of years ago. Um, it was for a jewellery company called Ashley Clark. Okay. Um, and that was in a studio in London and they were really nice. It was really like close up beauty work. Um, yeah. And it was kind of an all day shoot. It was a long process. Yeah. And I think the, it, it took a while to get the lighting and everything right, as it always does. But eventually yeah. we kind of just flowed and mm -hmm. we got really good shots of the team yeah um but yeah it was a really fun shoot to do I love doing like beauty work because okay. yeah it's rare to get like good beauty photographers and then sometimes to get the retouching on top of it it can retouching can honestly ruin a shoot completely yeah. Yeah. if you like you can have great makeup artists you can have great photography and then the retoucher can just completely do their own thing and yeah. mess up the pictures so yeah. I'm glad it went amazing and I love yeah. the pictures do you prefer, in terms of retouching, would you prefer your skin to be completely airbrushed or would you like to have some texture and, you know, a couple of blemishes in there? What is your kind of preference? I love texture. Okay. I hate being airbrushed completely. Yeah. I hate the look. It just okay. it just doesn't feel, it just doesn't look natural. Yeah. Um, even blemishes. I mean, if there's a big spot somewhere, I would yeah. prefer it to be edited out. Yeah. I feel like everyone would. Yeah, exactly. But I don't mind, I don't mind like beauty spots or mm -hmm. I don't mind like my pores here. Um, yeah. I like that look. Okay. Um, so it that I'm completely fine with. Yeah. And I, I hate when someone changes features yeah. of someone, like enlarging their lips. A lot of photographers have started doing that now and like yeah. changing the features of someone's face. Mm. Um, I think that's quite, kind of a dangerous route now in the modern yeah. industry. I don't know if you've seen, like, um, what's your kind of opinion on, um, there's, like, images where models' legs have been kind of elongated so they look really tall and slim. Like, what is your kind of view on that? 
I think if you've done it in an angle where you like you can do that with an angle like yourself like if you just shoot from low you yeah. can get that look naturally if you are faking it and like um not liquefying is that the word liquefying your legs to make them skimmer slimmer yeah then I think that is an issue yeah because I mean that's becoming um, a trend at the minute that kind of elongating someone's legs and it's kind of it makes their head the actual model's head look like a pea compared to their legs because they're like so far out because they basically in photoshop they'll kind of rotate this the image is flat like that but they'll rotate it like that so the legs come across more so that's why Uh, and yeah a lot of models have been very into that and a lot of photographers I know it's kind of a trend um but I mean yeah no it's personal preference if you weren't happy with that then obviously then you just say um but no I really like that first image um I love the new work it's very very I I don't think it's like too over the top makeup's like you know it's glam but not over you're not caked with you know caked with makeup and like I said the retouching is really beautiful on that so credits to everyone that was involved that's yeah thank you um so the second shoot was more minimalistic which I love it was this one yes now I love that What, what tell me about that shoot so that was with Sylvia. Um, I think she's a Polish photographer in London. Yeah. And that was arranged by my agency. It was actually a test shoot. Yeah. Um, so it was super simple. It was a couple of hours. Yeah. And she had all the clothing. So she was the, she did the styling. She did my hair and makeup. Oh, lovely. And it was just really minimal. Like, I don't think I even had, I think I just had foundation Sorry. and a bit of concealer on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we took about five, just five six shots okay and it was to update my portfolio nice. um but it, I loved how minimalistic it was yeah. and like how like everything like you could see all my features in such yeah. a clear way that yeah. I think they were really good um yeah. not Polaroid images but are they just natural like yeah good portrait isn't it really like uh, for, for my portfolio they were great images for my portfolio yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like um, the simplicity of it. It's, you know, it's your neutral colours, your nice brown background. Um, and it, the simplicity in itself is just a, a lovely image. I think that, you. you know, all models like that in their portfolio, they should have that. Um, and I know agencies um, really pride themselves on having those portrait uh, kind of simplistic images. Um, but yeah, all of them, it was lovely. Because I normally... Um... But my, my like look or how they market me is as yeah. commercial modeling okay um it commercial editorial I wouldn't do runway because of my height right I'm five six and a half all right okay so obviously picture three is this one a little reminder you at the beach oh yes that's a lovely shot I mean yeah um David's favorite out of all four um just so relaxed so like model oh, worthy yeah <laughs> and just you know everyone wants to be at the beach right oh now oh my god thank you but she's so nice um so what was your inspiration for that kind of shot like obviously you place yourself quite carefully on that tree and tell me about it um so that was the Sadasta Sadasta who's an amazing um we've followed each other for a while and we just never got around to shooting yeah and we both happened to be in Tulum at the time Right. And she does a lot of beach. She shoots uh, women of all shapes and sizes. Um, so she just, she does like a lot of YouTube stuff too. So what I loved about her was that she just 
she goes into the shoot and she just has that vision like she she already knows what she wants right and she already has her videos like her camera is already there placed for the video um uh for the oh my god I can't even talk the YouTube video that she does yeah um kind of like a tutorial on how she shoots for like beach and stuff oh, cool. and we just did a mix of different outfits and mm. I feel like I've done so much shooting that I kind of just know what to do I don't know it kind of just flows eventually you just get the hang of it and yeah. as long as you like pop a hip out every now and again and mm. oh her tip is her like top tip that she always says for beach and I've taken it is yeah. to oil up every part of your body before mm -hmm. you shoot and I'm telling you, it makes such a difference. Like you really? literally just come out bronze and like yeah. the, the pictures just look like your body's just highlighting all the best spots. Yeah. So that was a good shoot. I feel like she did that really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was really good. Like it was a lovely picture and it, it just kind of like, especially in Mexico with that kind of exotic vibe, like you've got beautiful curly hair like it just it's just a more of like a vision that picture it was really lovely and I get what you mean about the oiling because you can see the shimmer on your legs like it just picks up on highlights yeah and I mean that's a great tip I mean if more people knew that then they might come out of these <laughs> <laughs> what are like your top products that you'd use on like a shoot is this for beach or is this for every day let's go beach just seeing as that's the picture beach um so oil now I feel like that is a must yeah um for my hair because it's really curly mm -hmm. I have to use a lot of either some sort of curl serum yeah just to kind of tone it down because otherwise it'll just be some frizzy yeah. humidity uh, yeah and I for the beach it's hard to put like too much makeup on because you're literally just um as you know if you're a makeup artist yeah models are just literally yeah um what's the word sweating everywhere and I have really bad upper lip sweat so literally just pouring everywhere so yeah. probably a good matte foundation or like a good concealer I think yeah. just something simple I think that's all you need and as long as you look like that glowy look the tan or a tinted moisturizer yeah I feel like it would it, you'd look great anyway especially yeah. when you're in the sun no, I agree. I think I think all of those products sound spot on, really. Um, I mean, I from a makeup's point of view, like that like you say, you need minimal products because yeah, they come out, pause everything. Like it's, it's not a pretty picture, is it? When you've got loads of makeup on, you sweat it off. So yeah, yeah I would have done probably more of a tinted moisturizer or something that's hydrating with a lot of SPF in, obviously, to make sure you yeah. damage. That sounds good. Yeah, and so we'll move on to the last picture and then this kind of last half, we'll just have a chat about whatever, it'll see whatever comes to mind. Okay. <laughs> so the final picture was this one. Mm -hmm. So obviously, first off, like completely fine, are you completely fine with doing kind of exposed photos or has that taken time to work up to that? Now being 23, obviously back when you signed as a model, you, you couldn't really do that anyway prior to being 18. Yeah. But did you feel confident when you were 18 to do more shots like that or is it just recently so when I was 18 I don't know if this is for all models but it's kind of in a sense that you have to be mood to get big as a model I don't know why that was that was my mindset I thought that if you did nudity you would get far and that is completely maybe in some cases but for me 
as soon as I turned 18 I was like oh my god I'm gonna do this and it yeah. changed my career and oh my god it was probably one of the worst things I possibly did right um I think I pushed myself too soon yeah and maybe the photographer was dodgy that you have to you have to get a good vibe from a photographer and whether or not you want to do that because it can go either way like yeah. you can sometimes get pictures back that you're not comfortable with sometimes they don't want to send you the pictures yeah and you're like well what are you using the pictures for I know a lot of people that they've shot nude and then they've wanted it just to be like they want to see how they like it before it goes everywhere and publish right. it to a magazine yeah before she even wanted to see if she liked the pictures and yeah. that was kind of um that wasn't a nice thing to do even I feel like I don't know if you've heard about the ship model management list there was a blacklist of photographers right um it's this it's this um instagram page who who are like all for models it's like an anonymous page and they did a list of photographers that are blacklisted and i normally check the list and if the photographer that i want to work with is on the list yeah i kind of use that as okay he's a like dodgy let me not shoot with him yeah um but you have to I feel like you just have to get a vibe if you want to shoot it or not like normally yeah. I'll do a shoot and if it's like a lingerie shoot and if I like him I might be like oh how about we do some like um topless but like hidden yeah um, yeah um but I would never just fully stand with my boobs out or anything it would always be covered up right. um I don't like that look at all um no. So yeah, I feel you have to be really picky and choosy with who you do yeah. do nude shoots with. No, definitely. Um, like, what could be, what would be your advice to say upcoming models that were eighteen and were in that kind of same position that you were in? What would you advise them on? Oh, um, maybe definitely tell your agency. I feel like your agency are a good like they have good knowledge on whether or not that person's trustworthy and then you have a third person knowing that you're going to be doing something like that so you're not just on your own and maybe getting a third person in like a makeup artist or someone to overview the shoot so it's just not you and the photographer alone because that can also turn into something else and you have like confirmation that someone was actually there and doing what you feel comfortable with like don't do what the photographer says like if you're doing that and you're so exposed as it is it's really easy to just just do what he says or if he takes says take off your underwear too you're like oh okay well I'm already feeling uncomfortable because my boobs are out yeah it's it's so hard like you have to be really sure that you want to do that and you have to make sure the photographer is really professional yeah. and you know you're going to get good pictures because it's so easy to make um a photo shoot that's nude look like a photo shoot for page three yeah um so that you have to be really careful with yeah but, yeah okay that, that was a great answer <laughs> thank you so in terms of agencies obviously you joined like when you were younger and obviously you've worked your way up now and you've got agencies like from far around what agencies are you currently with like your mother agency and then your other ones um so my mother agency's premier yeah i got signed to a low management in Scandinavia okay and I was doing a lot of shoots in Europe at the time mm-hmm. and I did I just got with Urban in Milan I haven't actually managed to go there yet because of right. lockdown yeah I just signed before lockdown so that was kind of 
a bit of a bummer and freedom in LA Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to just get a visa with right now right so that eventually I can go over there and work because obviously my boyfriend's from California so it's kind of the dream to just go out there and be based there yeah so where we where were you um like from originally like in the UK were you London or were you up north I was born in Scotland um my mum is Indian and my dad is Scottish okay and I I think straight away we moved to London. My yeah. dad still lives in Scotland now. My mum lives okay. in London. Oh, nice. You can um, see them. Yeah. You can. <laughs> Obviously not with COVID, but yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, I bet we have like a nice change of scenery, like going to um, LA or California and then being able to see your parents over here, like you'll have like a really nice kind of time away from modelling and you'll be able to model over here as well. So you have lots of opportunities. Um, are your parents yeah, like, yeah. really supportive of your modeling career? Yeah, my mom actually tried to be a model um, when she was younger, but yeah. she's from like, we're from a really strict Indian, well, she was from a really strict Indian upbringing. Okay. And it was kind of looked down upon as like not being a like proper. So she kind of never got to do it. And I think it was, she was so honored that I was able to. And I think that she, She's really happy that I was able to do it. It's kind of like I've done doing it for her. In yeah. A sense. Oh, that's so nice. that was really nice. Yeah. Um, and my dad has always been supportive. He'd be oh, supportive if I if I did anything. So. Yeah. Oh, that's that, good. It was a re- it was really nice. Yeah, I feel like it's really important to have that strong family network when you're modeling, especially like like you say when you've done shoots or you're doing shoots that are potentially more exposed. To have that family network to fall back on and support you. Because, you know, like you said, it could go wrong. You might not get, you know, images back or, you know, they might publish them somewhere that you don't want to be published. So having that to fall back, I think, is really important. Would you say that, um, like, prior to when you were 18, was your mum quite involved in what you were modelling as well because you were under 18 you needed a parental advice? Or was it more your agency that did that on their behalf? So when I first started around 14, I would have to do like test shoots to get my portfolio going. Yeah. And she would come to the test shoots. And that was quite funny because she was, oh my God, it was so awkward having my mum there on set and asking all the questions and trying to get involved in everything. And I was just, yeah, oh my God. And then my first job, I think I was 16 and my first job was for ASOS. And oh my God, that for me was like, a dream I was like oh my god I bought my prom dress from ASOS like Aww. I've made it yeah <laughs> and it's funny like when you're at that age and you think that you like everything is I'm trying to think of the word like when you're 16 you mm-hmm. feel like you've made that like yeah. you've done it like you're where you are as a model and I would never in my life think that that's like how happy I would be for that like mm-hmm. I, there's always something else that I want now mm-hmm. and there's always the next big thing exactly um which I think, I feel like that's quite a sad thing. Mm. I feel like when you've done something successful that you're proud of, I feel like you're yeah. never fully happy with it. Yeah. Like you always want the next big thing and then the next big thing. And you should really just sit down and think about, oh my God, I actually did that. Like, yeah, like oh wow, my God, that is a good achievement. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. I mean, ASOS is, is big though for like when you first kind of Yeah, that, like, was, that was amazing. Really how, was that? how was the experience? Did you find it? Like, was it really like... It was quite intimidating because there were so many good models, successful models there. And I was just young and I was just so like, oh my God, what do I do? I didn't know how to pose. Yeah. I didn't know like what 
like I don't know you had to do makeup and you had to do detail shots and right. you had to look this way and you had to like, I don't it was just so much going on yeah and I didn't know anything but like looking back at the pictures now I look so stiff I'm literally just Oh. looking straight into the camera and yeah. my hair was so long down to my waist oh wow um but it was a, a really fun opportunity I think I did that for a few years right. so it was great like really good um experience mm -hmm. um and you learn everything so from that I was able to do all like e-commerce perfectly because I learned from the, one of the best yeah it's quite fast paced isn't it e-com um kind of work like it's it's a very kind of quick movement you, you kind of like us kind of walking in a sense when you're looking at the camera like you just keep moving it's just ro robotic yeah like yeah. you just it just comes to you eventually like you just yeah. got, like have your own thing you're zoning out yeah um sometimes I actually will do a test shoot after doing e-com e for so long and the yeah. problem is like oh my god you're doing so much like e-commerce poses so for a commercial model it's hard to yeah. dif differentiate from doing that type of modeling to doing yeah. editorial modeling yeah and that is another thing that you have to learn as a model I'd say yeah definitely so how many like would you say test shoots would you do um each month roughly like obviously COVID's made it if a bit I'm hard. not working yeah um <laughs> if I'm not working I would like to do at least what once every two weeks that would be good but yeah. it depends on how much you're working sometimes I've not been able to do a test shoot for six months yeah. because work's been that busy and then your days off you just want to rest because yeah. you've been like you could be traveling and working at the same time oh yeah um as long as you keep getting up like updates and sometimes even on shoots you can get good images that you can yeah. use for your portfolio mm -hmm. um as long as you're doing test shoots every month um or every six months even I feel like that's, that's quite good every three months maybe uh, six months is quite long yeah I think then you get like your portfolio gets kind of refreshed obviously from your paid work anyway also having that test work like it helps both of you out like the photographer and the model and say the ME way like it just helps everyone yeah um but like what would you say and obviously ASOS was like a big thing for you like when you were younger what would you say your best biggest achievement up until today like what would you say that is has there been anything recently or in the works that you can't really release yet or <laughs> um there's a few things um i a couple of uh maybe it was two years ago i did um a commercial for uh it's a company called namshi they're based in dubai but it was it was put on the Burj Khalifa wow. so it was the biggest obviously tallest building in the world yeah. That was one of my biggest achievements. I was shocked that it was, I'd never seen myself in such like a big building. Yeah. Um, so that was big. Um, obviously doing anything print work, like being in magazines, I've been in like Elle, Cosmopolitan. Wow. Um, There's been a lot of good magazine opportunities. And I think seeing yourself in print mm -hmm. is like a different feeling. Like you're never going to get over seeing yourself in a magazine and being right. able to buy the copy and like, yeah. I have like a stack of my magazines at home. Yeah. Um, that put on a little, like I'd love to show it to my kids or something one day. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's like memorable um, when you have them actually in physical form. Obviously images in your portfolio are great, but actual physical copies, like they will last for, for a long time. Yeah. Them. And like you say, you can share it to like your children in like so many years time. 
yeah but no that that is amazing I mean Dubai is one of my favorite places to go like me and my family go all the time so next time I go and you know you're going to be on there again let me know and I'll, I'll watch out for you <laughs> <laughs> and that is an amazing achievement like um, you should be very proud and um, what's another one give me one more that you uh, think's really big I don't know if this is it was big for me. I don't know how big it is in the no, fashion industry. Like, don't think about no one else, just you. Um, oh, my God. It's kind of cringy to say, but I absolutely love Drake. Like, yeah. love Drake. Yeah. And my agency emailed me one day and they were like, oh, we have a music video for you. Yeah. I don't know if it's your thing to shoot for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what is it for? And they were like, oh, we can't really say, but it's a Nicki Minaj and Drake music video. They're coming to London yeah and I was like oh my god yes this would be my absolute dream yeah. um and it was super like hidden like I wasn't allowed to tell anyone and right. I had loads of forms and then eventually I did it and it was shot in the box in Soho oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um and oh my god that even if I was in it I was in it for maybe three to five seconds and yeah. that for me was one of my highlights like I would never forget it I felt so it was just it felt unreal like I yeah. never could imagine that feeling again like I, that was it wasn't really um, I wouldn't say it was like a modeling job no but you were still in it and it was you it was still a job yeah, yeah. it was still a job um so that I'd say was a big one yeah that is um, I mean I can't believe you thought that wasn't that big I mean that is well I know <laughs> I feel like because I've, I like I said you don't think it's big and then yeah. a few years later you're like oh actually is that even a big one like I could probably yeah. do probably something better yeah but it was a good one no definitely I thought that's a great one to have behind you like oh yeah a drink <laughs> well, I know so he'd be like oh my god <laughs> he'd be gobsmacked <laughs> um, yeah but yeah I think like that's just an amazing achievement even to be in a video like it's not like you're saying since bottling it's more still putting yourself out there people will see that video and you know you never know what that could possibly lead you to potential things um but like when you're on a shoot do you kind of prefer music or are you the kind of person that prefers kind of more more kind of silence like what what is your kind of vibe like what do you definitely music definitely music um I feel like it helps you like vibe out you kind of zone out anyway so like having a good beat on or something just to even sing along to is nice yeah of course um but a lot of photographers or a lot of the team never play the music that I like I like like R&B and hip-hop mainly right so a lot of them might play like pop or like mainstream pop yeah. And I've heard it like 10 million times because I've been working. So that, I, I feel like models kind of just zone out anyway because yeah. not all the time their music's going to be their preference. No. Um, and the worst is like at 10 a.m. and someone's playing like opera or something <sighs> and you're just snoozing away anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, the makeup artist, yeah, like trying to get ready for the day, drinking my coffee and, and falling yeah. asleep. So it's, it's actually, it's important to have a good vibe on set, a good yeah. like, music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it is important to have music on set. Yeah, definitely. Definitely no silence. I'd rather anything but silence. Yeah, I mean, I think as well now with TikTok becoming quite like a big platform, I swear all of the top chart songs are on there now. Every time. I oh my God, yes. I'm like, oh, Every I know this from TikTok. <laughs> I've been singing TikTok songs like all day. I'll be singing yeah. everything, all the trends, yeah. all the little dances. I've been yeah. doing them everywhere. Yeah, and you just some people don't even know what the hell I'm doing, and they're like, yeah. Sasha, 
yeah oh god it's such a big thing now like have you tried any tiktok or is that just not your thing i'm definitely trying it um i've done a few videos okay i'm no professional i'm absolutely terrible <laughs> at editing the videos i don't know how people do the transitions no or anything so I feel like if someone taught me I would do really good but I'm slowly yeah. getting there I feel like I'm getting the hang of things but I use it for fun I'm not using it professionally yet no. definitely not no um but people yeah. are so creative on the app like I, I have no idea how some of them even think of those ideas to do yeah I mean I've just been doing kind of my my own stuff like just behind the scenes but even that like I struggle I'm I just can't really edit I'm like auto sync like help me out TikTok but oh my and the amount of times I've accidentally deleted the whole video oh, and no. I've never done that I've yeah. restart video or something and yeah. I haven't saved like you know you can't save like individual clips no like no. you have to restart it or something yeah. oh my god it's been a nightmare oh it's so hard and it's just I watch other people's and I think oh they've like it's blown up like I want to do this and then I do it and I'm trying to edit this video and I'm like I don't want to do it anymore I really don't <laughs> I'm had enough <laughs> like, it's difficult but I think it's one of those platforms that you know is, is really getting people out there and you know you've got to, you've got to catch up with the kind of uh, trends so like as a model as well I'm sure it's quite important to be on those trends and you know using Instagram to the best possible tool that you can etc so yeah I, oh, you I, have to be on it yeah knowing the trends is very important but I've just sort of a really good question to ask you like I thought right so what oh, is your, <laughs> your typical morning routine prior to a shoot Ooh, okay. Um, I would love to say I'm that girl that would make a smoothie and yeah. do yoga at 6 a.m. I'm definitely yeah. not. Um, I would probably wake up. I definitely I need a coffee. So whether it's Starbucks or me making my own, I have to have a coffee. Yeah. I'm too lazy to make my own breakfast, like especially getting up in the morning. So I'd probably get it on the way yeah. to work. Um Pret a manger, perfect. Coffee. Yeah breakfast everything to go yeah um, eat it on set makeup artist probably hates me because I'm ruining the makeup but <laughs> it's all good yeah um and yeah just uh minimal makeup oh if I'm doing a job sorry yeah. then I wouldn't I would probably just have a moisturizer on yeah and have my hair probably just I wash it the night before yeah and I would probably just put a leave-in conditioner or just a curl enhancer or something yeah um and yeah, I think that's it. Just yeah. simple for the day. If I'm, if it's gonna be a cold studio, if I'm shooting location, definitely warm clothes. Mm -hmm. That's the worst being on set and you're freezing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and maybe some water to go. Um, so I'm hydrated. But yeah, that's yeah, literally it. Yeah. Super simple. Okay, so take me through kind of if you were shooting for the whole day. Would you, so obviously you had your morning kind of routine, like you eat when you get there. Are you the type of model that would not eat literally until they'd finished because they're on like, you know, on set? Or would you eat something in between where you can? Because I know there's it's a bit of controversy between this. I know a lot of models don't want to if someone to be bloated or whatever, or there are some that will eat because they get hangry. <laughs> uh, definitely hangry. I would 100% eat. Um, lunch, I feel like is always required. I've never had a job that hasn't, had lunch I think if a job is give it, like not providing you lunch and there's something dodgy going on yeah because you should be required to have lunch um 
so if I would always shoot until they're ready to have lunch so normally it would be around one sometimes yeah. two depending um so one o'clock would be perfect yeah. and then snacks maybe like a fruit nut mm-hmm. um and a co- uh, there's always someone like there to get, like, help you with coffees or teas yeah. which is always perfect yeah and yeah that would be it um yeah. coffee gets you through the day but but coffee yeah coffee's yeah. my best friend that's coffee, all I need yeah. literally yeah literally I didn't start drinking coffee and it really I was more of a tea person until about maybe four months ago and I've started having like fresh manger like the iced latte with a bit of caramel and like, oh, oh my god, god. That's, all, that's perfect yeah literally perfect literally, I've been getting delivery it's so bad because it's in the city center and I live in Didsbury so it's it's not far but I've just been oh. like delivery <laughs> I just keep getting it. that's the way yeah I've been doing the same Uber Eats everywhere um in Mexico they actually have them half off sometimes so I've been like oh my god saving them and then putting them in my fridge no way for like the next day it's I've got a bad addiction oh that sounds so good though god I can imagine how lovely that is (laughs) and have one in your fridge (laughs) um so as well um like what's your kind of plan for modeling like where would you see yourself in like say three years like what would you like to be doing in the next few years where would you like to be based if I know it's about moving obviously that might be in the answer but Mm -hmm. tell me about it um I love London like London is a great market it's got so many different jobs like it's completely diverse like diverse models and diverse work like you can do runway you can do editorials you can do commercials yeah but I feel like once you've done it for a certain amount of time you kind of like you know like it's just kind of a small like market like you know like the different models you know the agencies like you work with some of the same photographers yeah um so I feel like now I'd love to go to America. I feel like that's my next market that I would love to take on. Yeah. Um, and that's like a market that there's unique jobs there. Like all the celebrities are there. Like when I was there last time, I would get castings for like Fenty and I was getting castings for like um, Kim Kardashian. And you wouldn't get that necessarily in London because they're all based over there. Yeah. Not necessarily there has to be celebrities, it doesn't at all, but even like car commercials and like perfume adverts and yeah, all those big things are shot over there and not necessarily ever in London, unless they're coming over for something. They're never really based in the UK. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that would be like something I'd love to do and be based out there and commercials and yeah, all of the ad- adverts and stuff I'd love to do. Yeah. So you feel like Miami even living in America will definitely open a lot more doors for you um in terms of your yeah. career. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, and even also that's all right. There we go. <laughs> um even um what was I gonna say? Um sorry, acting. Right. There's a lot of like acting out there and a lot of models go into the acting industry because when you get a certain age of modeling, obviously your looks are gonna fade, sadly. Sad that is that is to say. Yeah. Um, it is a small market. Yeah. Um, so I feel like a lot of models go into acting and that opens up more doors for them too. Right. So it kind of goes hand in hand. So I feel like that is also good for America. Yeah. But it is obviously a really competitive industry, but so is modeling. Yeah. I just um, I think I think America is obviously like 
quite a lot bigger as well so I mean there is a lot more jobs out there um but like you say it competition is also like that um but I feel like the is, yeah already and you've got you know quite a few agencies you're definitely on the right direction to be getting noticed out there and especially if you've been out there for a little bit anywhere and you know I'm Mexico like you're, you're not far are you um and I think you've got the ambition yeah. and that will take you forward like it's there's nothing more pleasing to jobs is it when you're that kind of persistent and you want to work um so I can imagine you being like even like a perfume advert because it would be so cool like I can imagine like the oh, day would be amazing Thank you. There's one thing that I haven't done yet, though. I was I forgot to tell you before, but my ultimate dream would be to. I haven't even. Done, I can't believe I've not done it yet. But the underground tube. Oh yeah. You know, the little billboards that are on the underground, like yeah. for different um adverts and stuff. I've always wanted to be on one of those adverts, and I would just stand next to the tube all day. Yeah just looking at the advert like w- walking to work and like going yeah. past the adverts and I'm always being able to like spot someone like yeah oh my god it's my friend or yeah someone I know I've always wanted to just see myself on one of those boards and yeah. I feel like that would also be another highlight that would be good I mean that and like being on like a billboard in like America that Sorry, would... I don't know if my wi-fi is really bad right now oh that's all right I can see you you're all good I think it's all right now. Okay, perfect. <laughs> but yeah, like being on a tube um, advertisement would be amazing. But also, if you're going towards more America, like a billboard, can you imagine like the moving pictures? Yes, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like because it's like my home, I've always just wanted to. That's the one thing I need to do before I. I feel like I've successfully done London. Yeah, then it's finished. <laughs> then yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually from um, the southeast, so I'm literally an hour away from London. So, um. Like, Where are you? Sorry, did, did, did they did say. Well, okay, I'm, okay. I'm at uni, but I'm I'm from Kent um, originally. Like I'm going back in May, um, but yeah, I I love going on the tube and like seeing all the advertisements. Like I, as a makeup artist, I'd really like to be like I did the makeup on that person on the billboard or like on the tube. Yeah. Like, that would be like a dream, really. Um, but have you got any advice for? say models or even myself because I want to join an agency what would you be kind mm-hmm. of your top tips on how to um kind of what would you show them um at a casting what would you do to get them to notice you that kind of stuff um so definitely I'd say don't a lot of like young girls um get like they feel like they need to get like the best pictures for an agency and they pay like ridiculous amounts of money. There's so many different dodgy companies that will rip you off completely and then charge you. I know someone that paid 2000 to get professional pictures done. Yeah. And it was literally, agencies don't need that. They want to just see clear pictures of you. Yeah. Um, so a front side, um, back, you don't really need to, but a 360 picture of you, full length, crops and a close-up yeah um and if you just sent that into the agency or if you did a walk-in mm-hmm. um that is kind of all you need really minimal makeup they want to see you at your natural state everything yeah. natural natural nails um black would probably be best black mm-hmm. jeans like anything skinny just to show yeah. your full form and your figure mm-hmm. and a good pair of black heels just to elongate your body yeah um and I think that's it, just be yourself, really. And, and never give up because just because one agency might not like you, someone else might, like, yeah. that is another thing. Like, not everyone is going to like you for you. So 
as long as you just keep that motivation and just keep trying that's all you can really do yeah um no I agree do you think that the modeling industry has become kind of more inclusive to all shapes sizes genders etc would you say or? I think so I feel like they could possibly do more of that like yeah I feel like they're slowly doing it like compared to how it was years ago where you had to be size literally size zero size four or whatever it was and your proportions had to be absolutely tiny yeah I feel like now it's definitely become like better with that even in the sense for me like being uh five foot six mm-hmm. my agency said to me when I first st- started they well they they told my eight like the booker that was joining me mm-hmm. um that I, they only wanted to see me if I was five foot nine and I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to model because I'm only five foot, five yeah. foot six and a half, five foot seven. And right. all agencies kind of pretend you're a little bit taller than that anyway. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. But yeah. they actually liked me enough that they were happy to take me on regardless of the height. So I feel like that is another thing. They're taking yeah. on like a lot of models with their height and now a lot of like curvy girls are like... Um, coming into the market too which is great like I feel like that is always needed yeah I, I think um, that's right I mean it's it's in the step in the right direction um I remember when I was younger I thinking that you know I'm, I'm like five probably one or two at a push to be honest with you like I wish I was yeah. taller but I'm just not but I used to think no models had to be like really tall um and my friend like um she she wanted to model when she was like the perfect height. She was like five nine. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, oh, like, I wonder if like petite models, like what size are like petite? Um, but now yeah. they seem to be getting a lot more petite models. And I think Yeah, like, they're definitely because yeah. it, it's hard to kind of not take someone on because of their size. Um, like whether that is width or length, I think that it's much better to have everyone and it's like now even in the makeup world if a brand doesn't have the correct shade range they can be absolutely ridiculed oh my god yeah that is I mean it's it's a very controversial subject but I completely agree that everyone should have their shade in whatever and it should be the exact same in the modeling world whatever shape I agree um, 100% agree. it's good from a model's perspective that you think it's obviously changing because obviously I might see it differently to what you see because you're actually in the modeling industry whereas I'm kind of an aspect that looks in on it rather than being inside I mean I hope it is changing like I feel like it's changing I feel like yeah. it's not changing fast enough yeah but I feel like people are more open to the idea and there are agencies that cater for specific girls or specific yeah. types and so I feel like that is at least that's something but mm-hmm um yeah I'm glad it's kind of slowly changing yeah definitely um so what are your plans for when you can actually travel will you be going straight to America or will you be coming back to London to see family oh so I've booked here for another month right and I I have to go back because I'm I need to get the vaccine um which I feel like I 100% need to do yeah and I need to just see my family I've not seen them since I think it's been since August now last year yeah it's been quite a while so I I do need to come back and touch base with everyone Mm -hmm. but I feel I just I'm going to try and sort out my visa as fast as I can because obviously lockdown has played a toll on the embassies opening up and whether or not you want anyone coming into the US yeah 
um but as soon as I can I'm 100% gonna head off yeah get ready <laughs> yeah oh good so in terms of like like we're probably nearly at the end but um in terms of like your mother agency like in the UK um do you have to do you touch base with them quite a lot or um like any modeling jobs you just have to go through them still like I'm not really sure how it kind of works when you're with multiple agencies if you can't mm-hmm. explain it roughly so the mother agency gets you all like your the majority of your jobs they help you sign with agencies they place you around the world yeah. um they help you with all your contracts um they always push for your best rate so I never have to talk about rates with anyone else like all the awkward parts that's not the job and yeah. having to discuss like okay how much is this and I'm oh, sorry that's all right can you see me yeah you're back. yeah um so they kind of helped me with all of that and um kind of like finding my castings and stuff that's always been really important I don't have to look for anything I kind of just get the details um and go um what is hard is that everything's last minute as you probably know um you kind of get it last minute sometimes I've even had it on the day and I'm like oh my god I've got to get ready yeah um but yeah they do everything mainly um what was I saying mother agency what was it sorry what was the question again that you said before that in terms of like touching base today, do you, do you talk to them all the time or do you talk to the other agents oh. that you're signed with? So you mainly talk to like my, my mother, Premier, I would mainly talk to them about everything. Um, and they would kind of, they're kind of like your base, like your guidance. So yeah. they would tell you, you think they, they should contact them or if you should contact this agency. And yeah. they would mainly do everything. Like every concern you have, you can voice it to them. That yeah. should be like your safe place so in terms of like test shoots do you have to go through your agency or would you do that off your own back because I know there's a bit of some models don't yeah it's your agency and it's like oh like do I do the test shoot do I not so what would what's your um I think my agency's been really good with it like I can normally message a photographer yeah. and I can kind of sort everything out the only thing I would do is I'd go back to Premier and just say am I free on this day because the last thing I want to do is double book yeah I might have something on and then I've already messaged a photographer and nothing so that's really yeah. unfair yeah so I would normally ask the photographer to get in touch with my agency just so that they can get the date not so much as like getting their approval yeah but just freeing up the date so that we can both shoot together without any like disturbances or anything yeah Okay. Um, but most agencies are quite good at that. Yeah, I mean, there's the they're occasional, isn't it? It's quite hard to, to test yeah. their models, um, which rightly so. I mean, it's their, you know, their agency, their models. Um, but it was just interesting to know how how you felt your experience has been with them um, testing. Like, I know I've, um, I know of people that have had kind of issues by, you know, the, the gatekeeper, you kind of call it, like the agency, they won't let you test or they won't let you test with a certain model. Um which is difficult sometimes because um, because you just want to shoot with that person and they might be up for it but their agency might be like no um I feel like it, as long as it's a good photographer like I can understand why an agency might they might not see them as a good photographer yeah. they don't want anything bad of you yeah to get published so they might be like we don't want you to shoot with him because we want yeah. to see you in the best light yeah um but as if you're shooting with good people then I feel like yeah. you're both getting the benefits yeah 
I think it's hard when you're first starting out as well and um, you're trying to test with as many people as you can to get that portfolio and it's, it, it's, it's just getting the right people and you know I love working with models photographers because you, you get to know people that you want to work with on regular occasions um, yeah. models that are always up for models that you can kind of rely on um, but it's a lot harder I think with shooting with models like yourself because like not really you because you said about booking it in a day but if a model got a test shoot um booked in but then she got a paid shoot like obviously she's going to take the paid shoot so it's like oh yeah after that is a a conversation and it's like it's actually like when you go with rates and stuff like you just agency deal with it (laughs) like it's so difficult yeah 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 that is something that is hard um but even like I feel like time like it's a lot of your time to like take out of the day yeah and sometimes you might not even get the pictures back there's been times where I've done a test shoot I haven't got the pictures back and um and you're just like okay I've gone out of my way to do that too and I haven't even got the pictures back or um yeah it's it's a hard one sometimes they might have like really retouched the pictures I've had that before where they've airbrushed everything right where I can't use it yeah so it is you have to really like judge if it's going to be a photographer that's worth your time yeah and as long as you like the team my friend, sorry, my, I've got a fan right next to me and it's blowing right. my hair everywhere <laughs> um but yeah that I feel like is is a good setup just getting a good team together definitely are there like specific kind of photographers and makeup artists or uh, stylists that you like working with like have you had people that you you definitely work with again um yes there is um there's a few like really good photographers in London like not even a few there's loads of good photographers yeah. in London I've worked a lot with G- I don't know if you know Gigi photography yes um, yeah I've worked with her a few times and she's I mean she's so lovely and she's so yeah we've got together a few times and um I'm trying to sit on my top of my head yeah. there's been a, re- a lot of good photographers Rankin was yeah. a really good big one in London um we shot this bridal commercial together wow um and that was fun um makeup artist um I'd love to shoot with I know her name I shot with her once what was her name you know her is it Nikki Maker? I know you know yeah there we go I shot with her once off the top of my head I knew I knew knew you would know yeah I was like I know you know um I've shot with her once and she is amazingly talented oh, I watched them and I'm like I aspire to be like her like she is literally a stroke of a brush like she didn't you know how sometimes you have to like recreate lines and like yeah. redo it and like shape it slowly she would literally just do one solid stroke I was she was really talented yeah um, and like she's just had a baby as well and like she's juggling like new motherhood oh my god and like you know she's a makeup artist and like you know I really aspire to be like that because she's a family person but also such a workaholic so I mean like you know yourself like you're a workaholic you work full-time um and having that kind of aspect in your life it's just so busy like it's constant modeling and constant jobs um so I bet it's really hard to put yourself in like self-care aside um do you yeah. like a day where you would try and get off like a Sunday or would you just kind of literally every week it's different every week is different as long as you kind of dedicate some time to yourself I feel yeah. like everyone needs that like anything like anything small it could be just doing yoga or doing an exercise class yeah. or reading or 
even just watching TV or just doing something that you love. Yeah. I feel like that's important. Um, mm-hmm. Even taking a, like a nice bath and putting yeah. some candles on and just listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are all like important things to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend doing doing as much as you can in that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of all of that, I think we've got some great content to use. Uh, mm-hmm. David, we're very pleased. <laughs> um, oh, good. But, yeah, thank you so much for um, joining today. And, like, thank really, you. It's, it's lovely to, like, virtually meet you, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, it'd be lovely um, to catch up with you when you're in London if you're around at any time. Um, I'd love to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Um, you. I'm sorry for all the weird. Oh, don't be silly. It's character. No, it's character. <laughs> I mean, you've got a lovely backdrop. Um, it's oh, shining. <laughs> it's brilliant. Don't okay, worry. Thank you.